Sometimes I question on what you do at night to find these fucking songs. What is this? This is a banger. I just want to know what it is and where it came from. Because what? It's a banger. Oh, God. I think I'm going to throw up. You know where I got that song from? Where? Canada, bro. Fucking goddamn, I knew it. I knew that was the answer. Come on, son. Welcome back to... To the table. Episode 23. Kenny, how we doing? What's up, fam? Been yeah. a minute. Been a minute. Yeah. Because you're fucking Canadian ass. trip. So you went to Canada. Went huh? to Canada. Went to Canada, eh? Went to Canada, eh? Went to Canada, eh? I got that song from Canada, eh? Man. It's man, a good song. Man. Man. It is a how good song. How did you get that song from? Was someone playing at a bar or some shit? No, somebody played it at uh, pregame. Well, we were hanging out at a house for three hours. I now know for a fact that Canadians have a very poor taste in music. <laughs> Bro. <coughs> <coughs> Jesus <coughs> Christ. <coughs> I got him. I got him. If you if you listen to that song, like on a drive... I'm not saying it was bad. <coughs> My only question is, like, what the fuck? Try not to smile when you hear that song. It's so wild. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's all I can say is what the fuck. It's such... It just Jesus makes you feel Christ. better when you hear that song. Oh, my Lord. Such a good song. Jesus. Anyway, so you went to Canada. I went to Canada. How was the flight? Flights were good. Um, so you had to fly to Toronto, and then you had to, to fly... To Right. Yeah, so when I flew to Toronto, uh, my sister was dropping me off and, and asked me, like, oh, what time do you want to get to the airport and I'm sitting there and I'm like I don't know maybe like 45 minutes before the flight and kind of a bold move but alright she's like no you can't do that and I was like why not she's like you gotta be there at least an hour and a half if not two hours beforehand I was like well relax yourself there chief see that it it depends like especially for international flights even though it's just Canada like you probably could have got there like 45 minutes before and like you may you could may have, have made it yeah would but have been fine but would have if you get fine. there 45 minutes before and like security lines backed up or TSA's backed up they're fucked alright so that's I got there like three hours beforehand that's a little that's a little much that's a lot of that's much. a little much I got that's there a much. Um, I had already checked into my flight on my phone right. and I had it in my Apple wallet um, so fucking bitch. All I had to do was just show my phone and they scan it. I'm good. Right. Yeah. So I didn't have to check in. I wasn't checking any baggage. No, you just looked like, what would you take? Like a backpack? A backpack and a duffel bag. Yeah, like you're good. And so I walk in. I pass the check-in. I go to the TSA security. There's a two-minute line. Pop. That's that's the thing with, with TSA. Just with not even customs. Yeah, but it's LaGuardia. TSA, that's... The other thing, but it's LaGuardia. TSA, it really depends like what time your flight is and where you're going because, like for instance, when I went to Rome, um, the TSA security line, I was sitting there for like a good thirty forty minutes. It also depends on what airport you're flying. That too. Like so, I was I flew out of JFK, and it was it was like thirty forty forty five minutes. And then when we went when I went to um, 
uh, what do you call it, San Diego, and we were coming back from San, in San Diego airport. We had a really early flight. It was like six in the morning, but we were like the first people online at TSA. Yeah. It all they like just opened. It also depends on what airport you're going That's to. That's the other because thing. Because yeah. JFK is JFK a shit is show. A shit. Well, LaGuardia is kind of a shit show. Though. LaGuardia yeah. is nothing. No, well, There's actually, no, actually, no the outside of LaGuardia is a shit show. Now that I remember, when we went to San Diego, we flew out of LaGuardia, and we were on that line for like a good thirty minutes, as the, well. The but again, it depends on what time you go and where you're going. The outside of LaGuardia is a shit show. The inside well, of LaGuardia is is two seconds. You can get anywhere you need to. It depends. So like I walked in, but yeah, so you you got there three hours early and you yeah, were yeah I got, got there like I got there like I got there maybe like three thirty f- for a six thirty flight yeah that's um I get there I go through there's like two minutes wait on the security line um I put my bag in one container I put my backpack in another container and I was like do I need to take my shoes and my belt off they're like no don't worry about it what the fuck. What? So I just emptied my pockets and I put it what in. What kind of security shit is this? Bro? I put it in the bucket with the. It gets worse. I oh put lord! It <laughs> oh lord! I put it in the bucket with the backpack. Okay. They go through. Now I'm sitting there, twenty seconds waiting for the people to go through the metal detectors, mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting my turn. Did you go through the metal detectors or like the body scan? It's the body scan. Okay, yeah. I think that's what they have like everywhere now. Well, there was there was body scan and there was metal detectors. There was both. Yeah. Um, it was just dependent on which one was open when you were right. up. Yeah. And you either because there was like five different lines. Yeah. And in each spot there was a metal detector and a body scan. Yeah. So if you're if you get up to line and it was body scan, go. If it was metal, it was metal detector, detector go. go. Yeah. It didn't matter. There was people on both sides. Um. So I went through the body scan, put my hands up, done. Walk through, you're good. I get both my bags, and now I have two, two, and, a half, two and a half hours to just <laughs> do hours, nothing. Two yeah. hours and forty five minutes to sit at the gate and be bored. Yep. Sat there, listened to. I I planned ahead. I did a good job of this. I planned ahead. I did not listen to any of Pat McAfee or, or uh, Heartland Radio before that week leading up to. Smart. So I had four episodes to listen to. Yeah, you're good. It's like seven <laughs> hours, bro. You're good. So I sat there. <laughs> Man, I listened to Heartland Radio and Pat McAfee show straight through <laughs> the entire day. Man, the amount of brain cells oh, you must have lost oh. are wild. Man, they are some, when you listen to like seven, eight hours straight. Oh, yeah. it's dude. You, Man, you they know. are some of the dumbest human beings to walk yeah. this earth. Entertaining as shit, though. The most entertaining, entertaining human shit. beings to walk this earth, yeah. too. At the same time as being the stupidest, yeah. they are also the most Seven, eight hours straight is way too much. Wow. Way too much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there, was, there was some stupidity that yeah. I listened to. Yeah. It, was, it was wild, right? So I, take the, I sit there for two and a half hours, get on my flight. I did a good job. I made sure every plane I had the same ticket. I was seat 20A. So no matter which flight I was getting on, I knew exactly where I was sitting. Nice. <laughs> I nice. didn't have to like check the ticket every time. It was every time I was sitting in the same seat. Um, first flight was perfect. It was the very last seat in the in the cabin. And like all the way in the back. All the way in the back. Nice. The very last seat. There was nobody behind me. It was nice. beautiful. Awesome. The next three flights, there were people behind me. It was bigger planes. It happens. Shit happens. But. Uh, there were some wild scenes on the airplane. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Like, what the fuck? Um, like a fist fight? No, there was, there was a lady, um, who... <laughs> this was on the flight to Toronto. Uh, I don't remember which flight oh, okay. this was on, to be honest. There was a lady, though, who c- couldn't get her, her, uh, duffel bag up into the overhead. And there was somebody who had sat next to me already, so I couldn't, like, get out and help. But there was another nice gentleman probably in his 30s 40s he got up and tried to help her <laughs> he couldn't get it what the fuck was wrong with like <laughs> the lady was too short the bag was too heavy she couldn't get it up yeah but, like the guy couldn't get it up either like <laughs> the, the guy took the bag i was like here i'll help you so he stands up he takes it and he had plenty of strength and plenty of height to get it in but <laughs> he tried and he he didn't lift it high enough so he banged the bottom <laughs> of the overhead my lord so then he was like oh sorry and then he picked it up and then he went like really high and then he <laughs> hit the ceiling of the oh plane oh my lord 
Jesus, what a shit show. And then How many people does it take to put a fucking bag in an overhead? Oh, it's hilarious. You I gotta be shitting me. I sat there trying not to laugh the whole oh time. Oh my god. And there was there was a lot of it was a lot of a lot of shit show happened on the plane like that though. Jesus Christ. Then I land in Toronto and I had uh, an hour and twenty minutes layover. That's not that bad. By the time like the plane lands and like you wait and get off and get your stuff and like it's it's not that bad. So yeah, so I get off the plane and then I have to go through customs because right. I'm in a new country now. Right. Um. So I was told I don't know if you experienced this when you went to Rome. Uh. Do you get a like a like a note card on the plane that you have to fill out or no? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, it's like a thing. It it's like like kind of like I kind of forgot, but it's like what you're bringing in, like if you're claiming Where anything, you're going, shit like that, right? Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Just so, so like to kind of know, like so if there's anything in like your bags or on your purse or whatever. Yeah. This must be a newer system now. It um, lasts probably five, maybe ten years, I would imagine. No, 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 ten no, years no. actually. Now there's no, it's not no cards. I mean, at least when I went to Toronto, it wasn't. When you got to Toronto, there is machines. So oh, and you did it all like on a machine. On a oh, machine, okay, right? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's new then, yeah. So it's a newer, it's a newer system. Yeah. Um, I don't know if every airport has it or Toronto is one of the... Maybe Toronto is like a hub, I don't know, but yeah. It could, I'm not sure. Um, but when we got to Toronto, uh, you walk down a hallway, you follow signs. Right. Then you get into a giant room and there was maybe a hundred machines and you scan your passport, it takes a photo of you, mm. you answer the questions, where you're going, how long you're staying, um, you know, if you're bringing anything in with you. And then when you're done with that, then you go to exit that room and there's security and and there's the custom agents in right there's in like the li- there's like lines yeah and you have to go up to each yeah. you have to go up to like a uh um customs agent or whatever mm-hmm. and they give me your passport not yeah yeah so you go there's one well i mean in toronto is one big line and then they send you to different custom agents at the booth mm-hmm. and then they'll ask you the questions they need to ask you and then they'll send you on your way when i got up to the front of the line Guy says, all right, just go down to the right and just walk to the end of the hallway. So I did not talk to a customs agent. The fuck? Just walked right past them, walked all the way down, and then handed my, that little receipt paper. So, like, every time, like, when you get to that custom agent at the end of the line, like, you show it to him, and then he sends you to one of the booths he did not for me he sent me and like two people in front of me me and then like one person behind me he just sent us straight through Mm. and then we go past the booths we go to the end of the hallway and there's doors and there's a lady and she's collecting the receipts that you just printed out from the from the computers so i handed it in and then i kept walking and now i had to find where my next flight was so i did not that's that's extremely weird. I did not get stopped by a custom agent. I did not talk to anybody. I did not get my passport stamped. That is extremely odd. I don't know. It there must be some reason, I but know. I don't know why. Like, cause like when I when I flew into Rome, I had to do the same thing. I like filled out the car yeah. on the plane and everything, and then there was Rome was like Toronto. It's one big fucking line. Yeah. And I was literally standing there for, like, over an hour. When you get to the front of the line, then they send you to... One yeah, and I had to, like, show my passport. I gave him the thing and everything. He looked yeah. at me. He, like, made sure my information was right. He, like, stamped it, and then, like, I went. Yeah. But you didn't You didn't have to, like... No. No one checked your passport. It just, uh, just a computer that scanned it. That's odd. That was it. That was extremely odd. It was the only thing. And hmm. then, like, when I got to the front of the line, and the guy just sent me, like, he was telling everybody, have your passport and your... And that receipt paper ready to be shown. Right. So like I showed it to him, and he just looked at it and sent me. And then at the again at the end of the hallway, when the doors, when I was leaving, the lady who t- was taking the paper just show your passport too, and that was it. Maybe because you didn't, because you didn't claim anything, right? I did not claim anything. No. Maybe if you don't claim anything, they send you through. But then people can lie about everything. Yeah. And like so. Like when I came back, when I came back from Rome, I was supposed to claim a bunch of shit. Like, because I bought stuff, and yeah. I, like, I put it in my suitcase, and I was supposed to claim it, and, like, I didn't. Yeah. And I still got checked by customs. Like, I didn't claim anything. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. But um, I, okay. I think it was just, like, it, so on that piece of paper that you that you get printed out, um, I think if you claim something, 100% they're going to check you. Right. And then if you don't claim something, 
maybe like a 50-60% chance they're going to check you. Right. I don't know because uh, I didn't get checked. But I That's didn't get my passport stamped. Hmm. So All then right. I walked through and then I... So at that point, like the next boarding pass was on my phone again. Right. And it didn't have a gate on where to go to. So I kept showing people. I was like, where do I go for this? And they're like, yeah, just keep walking. You're good. <laughs> I was like, bro, help just me keep, out. Just keep going straight. Keep going straight. You're good. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. So uh, I finally found where I was going. And then I went through. How'd you find the gate? Uh, you look on like the board? No, I kept asking people. Oh, okay. And I was like, where do I go for this? And I'm like, yeah, you can just go here. You're in, you're in terminal B. So then I went to B and then they scanned it. I went through the security again. And then when I got through Terminal B, then I asked like another person. I was like, "Where do I go for this?" I know, I know. Um, when we were coming back from San Diego, we had to fly into Vegas, and we had a th- like a couple hour layover in Vegas, um, because we had a different boarding pass, obviously yeah. from Vegas to New York. And when we landed, that um, gate and term well, the terminal was posted like on the boarding pass because it was online. But the gate wasn't. Yeah. So we waited for like an hour, two hours. Like, so an hour before the flight, the gate was finally posted. Yeah. And it was the same as that gate. We fucking came. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I guess they do that. It's like if a plane has to like go to a different, go to different gate, line, yeah. they have to change. Yeah. So, all right. But yeah. So like I finally, when I got through, then I, I, when I got through into terminal B, then they're like, all right. Uh, when I asked that person, like, yo, you're, you're B22. So then I went down. I sat there. I had like 20 minutes. So I timed it perfectly through going through customs. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. And uh, then I flew out. I got to Halifax, got off the plane, uh, stayed for a couple days, had a good time. Good shit, um, good shit. Went quadding, went uh, stick bowling, Fuck candle that. stick bowling. Fuck that. That's, that's stick bowling talk. I went uh, axe throwing. Went to a hockey game. Went to a hockey game, and that's hockey, that's talk. hockey talk. <laughs> <laughs> um went to Peggy's Cove which is like a lighthouse and so after right so my there's probably about 20 to 25 um, curlers from my curling club that are going up in January to to Halifax to Windsor yeah okay. they right next to Halifax in Windsor because um, they so th- the reason why this whole trip started um, was <laughs> was <laughs> because a group from Windsor Nova Scotia came down in this past January and curled with us at Long Island. Right. We spent uh, three days with them. We went to uh, the city with them. They went to a hockey game. You went to a strip club. They went to a Rangers game. On a first date. They went to the city. We curled for three games against them. You also went to a strip club on a first date. Then I went to a strip club on a first date. Um, So these were the people. So now... In January, we're going back up there, hang out with them, have a good time up in Windsor with them. No strip clubs in Nova Scotia, though. You don't need strip clubs. So, um, I was talking to uh, one of the people who coordinated the trip from their end, and uh, we were trying to figure out like what we are going to do when we go up there for four days. Absolutely nothing. Well, we're going to curl. Well, yeah, but you're gonna pretty go much anything you were going to do, you already you just did. Yeah, but so the whole like club's going to do it. Well, we already fucking did it. Okay, yeah, but that was the whole thing, right? So me being up there, and now I know what everything is. So, like, I know, like, oh, I want to do this again. Or I don't want to do this. Let's skip this. It's going to be the middle of the winter. There's no reason for us to go here. Right. Or there's no reason to do this. So, like, and I also know the Long Island curlers better than, than they do. So, like, I can be like, all right, most of the club is going to want to go and do this in our free time. Um so while we were sitting there, we were looking up things to do in Nova Scotia. And apparently at Peggy's Cove, there is a little spot that will stamp your passport with a little lighthouse. Hmm. Didn't know that. Didn't get didn't get stamped when I was there. Fuck. So Did you I'm curious, so did you did did you um like when you were out and about, did you like carry your passport like around with you? Yeah. Okay. I had it um I had it with me at all times. Okay. Yeah, because I did that in um in Italy, but I made, I don't know if, like, you could do this, I made a copy of mine, like, my passport. I don't know about that, Chief. And I carried that around, because, like, I don't want to, c- I have my passport, too. I carried my passport everywhere with Yeah, me. but, like, when I was in Rome, some parts of Rome are yeah. sketchy. So, I, like, I had my, my backpack with me, and I had my passport in my backpack, but, like, I locked my backpack. Yeah. So, if someone needed, like, more information, like, quickly or whatever, like, I had, yeah. like, 
uh, in my wallet I had like a copy I don't think that's legal but I did yeah I don't so. know about that chief yeah doesn't say. I was curious who had your passport on. I you? had my yeah. passport with me at all times. Yeah. All right. But I didn't Smart. know the lighthouse stamped it. That's that's odd. So yeah. I was so at this point in the trip, I'm, cool, I'm 0 for two on yeah. getting stamps. You really got fucking shafted on that one. O- 0 for two Shit. right now. Um, and I will be going back to Canada, so hope maybe next time. I'll maybe maybe customs will actually check you next time. <laughs> but um, I'm not going back to Pesco because it'd be in the middle of the winter, and I'm not going to a lighthouse in the middle of the winter. Why not? It's dumb. A different it's dynamic. Like Forty minute drive just to go yeah. get my passport stamp. I'll pass dynamic. on that. I'll pass on that. You one. see the North Atlantic in the fucking winter that's yeah. sunk the Titanic? You'd be okay. cool. You'd be all right. There is a museum in uh the Titanic Museum, yeah, yeah. I went there. With uh yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah. right where it was. Yeah. Okay. So now after And they have the uh the um the cemetery there too, with a lot of like Titanic uh, yes. people and We stuff. drove yeah. past that. Yeah. Um so after all of this then I then Monday it was time to come back. Um, so I had a one o'clock flight out of Halifax. Tell me you got there to right Toronto. Morning. I got there at eleven a.m. All right, a little better, a little better. I went through security in two minutes again. And I'm fucking lucky. I'm sitting there waiting an hour and fifty minutes <laughs> for my flight at the gate. Oh damn, bro, <laughs> Jesus. Um, so then fly out of Halifax, get to Toronto. Um, now I have to go through, there's a sign for, like, if you're going, a connection to the U.S., so I follow those signs, and uh, they send me s- through security. Uh, when I got there, the TSA pulled me aside and was like, you've been selected for further screening. Nice! <laughs> Good job! <laughs> so the guy... Give the old, the old pat down, the old strip search. No, the guy opened my bag and had a little wand with, like, a... It, lo- it looked like a felt piece on the end of it. Hmm. So he... he uh, what was that for, though? Well, so what they do with the wand, they um, like rub it against the bag, and then they put it in a machine to see if there's any... Or like drugs or anything like that? Uh, drugs or, like or whatever. ammunition. Or oh, I, okay. guess it, I guess right. it picks up... Like um, little particles or whatever. Yeah. Okay, all right. Like firearm stuff or right, stuff yeah. like that. I'm all assuming right. that's what it picks up because yeah. he did it on both bags, and then he gave me a quick pat, and then he's like, all right, you're good. Close my bags and then. I thought you got pulled aside <laughs> from your selection. You're going, you're going in the back room. You're dropping your pants to your ankles. You're, you're going up against the wall. No, I, so I did that. It took two seconds. And yeah, it's not. It's really not a big deal. So then he was like, all right, now we'll send you to the front of the line for the uh, metal detectors. So dope. <laughs> dope. So <laughs> See? Advantages. It took Advantages. Me, it took me less time to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Advantages. It Let's took, go. It took me less time to get through TSA because because of that one. I did. Shit. So now I go through two seconds. I'm donezos, and now uh, they I go into a room. They so it scans your at the end when you're done with that. Then it's you scan your passport, and it mm. tells you where to go. So there's like three different doors, three different sections that you can go to. I got sent thrown to section three. Um, which again was customs. So now did it to customs again in Toronto. Instead of doing it at LaGuardia, I did it in Toronto. Oh, 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 okay. I'm coming I get back what you're into. I get what you're I'm coming back into the U.S. I get what you're saying. Okay. So I'm assuming usually from what I know about customs is whenever you're entering the country, that's when you do the customs. Yes, usually. I was doing the customs while I was still in the other country before I got back to the U.S. That's weird, but I think that may be because it's Canada. I know. Maybe. I think it's because it's LaGuardia. And oh, LaGuardia, that also could be. I don't yeah. think LaGuardia has any customs. So well, you know, LaGuardia usually is for like domestic flights. Yeah. So I think or shorter flights. I so I say. don't think LaGuardia has any customs. So I think anybody who is going international has to do the customs in the country they're in the they're country they're flying out of. Right, out right. of. So no big deal. I I scan my passport. Um, the receipt prints out. I walk to the line. This line, two seconds, I'm at the front of the line. They send me to um, one of the guys in the booth. I show him my passport. I show him the paper. He said he asked me, where are you going? I said, New York. He said, have a good flight. Done. Quick quick question. When you went to that guy in the booth, did you have a hat on? Uh, I don't remember. I think so. Did he ask you to take it off? No. Wow. It's fucked up. I think I did, but he did not. It was a quick. It was like, where are you going? 
No, yeah, that's what they usually done, do. Yeah. And I just left. He didn't stamp my passport. So now I'm 0 for 3 Fucking on stamps. Fucking bitch, man. What the fuck? 0 for 3 on stamps. No documentation of you leaving the country. Nope. Jesus Christ. And then I got to get their shit together, bro. I go. I find my gate now. And now I'm sitting there for like an hour for the rest of my layover waiting for the flight. Fly. Then I'm fly out. I get back to LaGuardia. Walk right off the plane. Walk right out the door. And I'm donezos. Nice. So it was quick. It's fun. Nice. Good time. Customs can either be, the, especially the one depending on where you're coming from, can either be like easy like you had or like it could be a pain in the dick. Customs, TSA, security checks. I don't know why everybody complains about them. Very quick, very so easy. No, yeah, it's a beautiful time. Security <laughs> and, security and TSA really, really isn't bad. Other than like maybe having sat online, like it really is not a big deal. Yeah, I had like you, you like you put all your stuff in like bins. You take your shoes off. You walk through a thing. Like as long as you don't have anything on you, like you're fine. Yeah. Two out of the four times I had to take my shoes and my belt off. That's yeah. usually what you have to do. The yeah. other two times I did not. It was weird, but it I was know. just go through. So it was it was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Customs when I was coming back from Italy. In JFK customs, the, um, you like gotta go like go on the machine. You had to like wait on a line, or whatever. Yeah. And then you go to like each agent, um, but they weren't like in booths. They were like in. They were like um, I don't know. They kind of look like kind of like toll booths where there was like a yeah like they, like they weren't like in like fucking glassed in no no things. no. It, so like it was the same thing with us. Like it was like a little like toll booth kind of yeah. But it was like uh, there's like a little table and like they're standing yeah. at the table and like you have to go up to them or whatever. Yeah, and there's like. There's like a half wall around yeah, them yeah, yeah. so that they're boxed in. Right. And then you're on the other side. Yeah. So, like, when I came yeah. back, I had to do that. And um, I didn't have my bags yet because baggage claims, like, after customs. Yeah. And the guy, he asked me, like, he's like, where are you coming from? I'm like, coming from, coming from Rome. He's like, uh, he's like, do you have any, like, any food in your bags or anything? And I'm like, fuck. Because like, I, I brought pasta back. Yeah. I was like, uh, no, I don't have anything. He's like, all right, I'm going. I'm like, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what if I did? Like, how is he gonna like look for my? Like, I don't, yeah. I, just, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah. Cu- so customs is more of a pain in the ass than TSA, but like, they're really usually not a big deal. No. But I, usually customs lines are a lot fucking longer than but TSA lines. To me, also, right? If you're like, and I say this all the time about so many things, like, if you're a good person and oh, yeah, you, you have nothing to worry about. If you're a good person and you do things in a respectful manner, then the people who you're dealing with are going to respect you yeah. and do things in an yeah. easy manner and make your life easier. If you You'll make, have, yeah. you make their you life make their hard, difficult, they're going to fucking make your life difficult. They're going to yeah. make your life difficult. It's, yeah, it's if, really not a big deal. If yeah. you go and just do everything you're supposed to do, do it how you're supposed to yeah. do it. It's really not and an you issue. And yeah. you do it in a way that everybody around you knows that you're just, yeah, it's you're not being a, big a good deal. person. It makes everything easier. It's really not a big deal. If you go in there making things difficult, they're gonna make it difficult. Yeah. What I found weird was um, when I went to Italy, and on the way back from from Rome, we got to Rome Airport, and we had to like check in, and you have to like go like check your ba- uh check your baggage and whatever. Yeah. And I went, and this woman, the woman checking me in, whatever. Like check my baggage, look at my passport, and then she started asking me like really like weird questions. And at the time, I was like, "This is like really weird." She asked me like, "Like where are you coming from?" I'm like, "I'm coming from Rome. Like I'm on a school trip." Yeah. And she's like, well, "Where are you going?" I'm like, I'm "Going back to like New York." And she started asking me like some really like odd questions, like, "So what'd you do?" Or like, "Like what's your favorite food?" She's trying to get Italy. to know you a little bit. And I'm like, have a little I'm like, is she hitting on me or is she trying to like figure out if I'm a drunk or something? Just trying to have a good conversation. It's extremely weird. And she's like, what is like the favorite thing you saw? And I'm like, what is fucking 20 questions? I'm like, what is going on here? Look, some people. And then no. And then after when I got home, I was thinking about it. And I realized I'm like, they're probably just, like just making sure like I was actually in the fucking city. Like I'm not like coming in from like some other country and like just passing through Rome smuggling shit in it also, or whatever. You it know, it also could just be that they're bored. That too. And it was extremely odd. And she started talking Italian to me. I'm like, I, I don't know how much Italian. They, no some people just like to entertain. Because they're there for eight hours. No, straight. I know. Like, they need it was extremely like odd. I'm like, what? these are some really odd, yeah, simple questions you're happens. asking me. I'm like, what is going on here? It happens. But yeah. So yeah. How, how do you, how did you, you had short flights. How did you like the actual flying? I'm, I'm cool with flying. I've never had an issue. But what was the longest flight? Like two hours? 
about two hours. See, I can't, I can't like ask you this shit. Like, I, I, f- I hate flying when it's long. I have no issue with flying long or short. It's to me, I'm, I'm, I enjoy being up in the sky. Uh, I like when you take off and. Like you, you get that like fucking you get, you get thrown back in your fucking you get, seat. You, yeah. you get pulled back into your seat. Like yeah. I like that. Like my stomach's in my ass now. Um, I'm cool with landing. Like all of a sudden it just boom and you're on the ground and you're going like 800 miles an hour and it's like, like zero. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I have no issues with flying at all. Turbulence doesn't bother me. I've never hit turbulence in all places I've flown. Um, I've had some, and it doesn't bother it's me really at all. Yeah, um, Unless you do one of those fucking weird nose dives, that freaks me out a little bit. But no, nah, I'm cool with that. But when I say like I hate flying, people think like I'm scared of flying. I'm not like scared of flying. It's like when I went to Italy, it was like seven and a half hours. Yeah. And like I can't sleep on a plane. I can. So like. What the fuck am I going to do for seven and a half hours sitting in this small ass uncomfortable seat? Listen to Pat McAfee's show. <laughs> no, but like, you could only do it for so long. Like, this is so boring, dude. The, uh, That's some, like, it's just so fucking boring. On the eight hours of travel to Canada, I listened to Pat McAfee's show the entire time. At the, when I went to Italy, I downloaded literally ten episodes of, like, Pat McAfee. I listened to it. Like, it's just it so boring. And especially when you're coming home, like... You just want to like, be home, like yeah. I mean, you can you can ask Nova and Shane when <laughs> when we landed in Vegas on the layover back to New York. I I was like I was I had it like yeah. I just wanted to fucking be home. I like, get I was, I was so done. I I get that. I ju- to me it just it is what it is, you know. No, yeah, it's just like it, I, to me it's just so fucking boring. Like what the fuck am I gonna do right but now? But I, I like being up in the air. I like talking to people when I'm up in the air. Oh, uh, so like on the flight back, like I sat there had a conversation with a few different people. Fuck. Um, like on the people that were sitting next to me, two uh, ladies were going to. Uh, where are they going? They were going to Nola, no, New Orleans. Oh, okay. They're going from to Canada? From Canada. Yeah, oh. they spent... Uh, they were coming from Vancouver. They flew from Vancouver to Toronto. Then they flew Toronto to New York. Then they were flying New York to That's New Orleans. That's fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Christ. So they... It would have been easier to fly to fucking, like, San Diego and then across or some shit. Or so L.A. It is what... I mean, they... Jesus Christ. They spent the entire day flying, right? Christ. So, I... They were sitting next to me, the two of them. And uh, they were sitting there talking the whole time. I had my earphones in. I wasn't really listening, but, like, every so often, like, um, on the flight back, I was listening to music, and the song would change, and I would hear part of the conversation. So I'd take my earphones out, and I would be like, oh, yeah, you could try this or do that or whatever. Um, And then when we were coming down, they were like, oh, you're from New York, right? Do you know what bridge that is? I was like, not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. I was like, not on, a bro. clue. Bro. Come on. There's only like four bridges in New York, dude. Come on. In New York, there's more than four no, bridges. No, there's more than four. But like, there's like... Around LaGuardia, there's like four bridges. We're not talking LaGuardia. Well, that's where we're flying into. There's the George Washington Bridge, which connects uh, Manhattan to New Jersey. Okay, but when you're flying... Well, uh, uh, you can still kind of tell. When you're flying, okay, if you know what the bridge looks like, yeah, you can tell. You can still kind of tell. If you're and if you know the direction you're flying, you can tell very easily. Okay, yeah, but because George Washington Bridge goes a different way than like Throgs Lake Bridge. Yeah, but I wasn't paying attention. I was sitting there listening to music, and I wasn't like. Well, then obviously wouldn't know. I didn't know if we had circled, like so when we came in, I didn't know which way we were landing, if we had circled. Um, Real quick, before you get that, when you were coming into New York, did you like? And you were, like, kind of, like, uh, started to, like, descend. Did you, like, look and, like, see, like, the whole, like, all of Long Island? No. That's really fucking cool. No, because we came, we came in from the west, from the northwest. Okay, never mind. So. Because if, you, if you're coming, like, kind of, like, south. Yeah. Dude. And you just see, long, like, literally all of Long Island. It's fucking dope. Yeah. So we were coming from, like, the northwest. So, but I didn't anyway, know. Anyway. But at this point, I was sitting there. I was not really watching out the window, so I didn't know, and um, I didn't know if, like, we had, because we were coming f- down from Toronto, so I didn't know when we got towards the city, if we had circled out towards, like, eastern Long Island, we're coming in right. from the east, I didn't know if we had gone. Coming, like, over Jersey. I didn't yeah. know if we had come down from under Jersey and we're going north. Right. I didn't know if we were coming south, if we were coming west. I didn't know what direction we were coming from, and I don't know what the bridges look like. I know where the bridges go to, but I don't know what they look like. So when we landed, then I pulled up the map and I 
spun it, and I was like, ah, that was the Throg's Neck Bridge. Yeah. So I told them after. But Thro- when Throg's, we were Throg's Neck Whitestone look very similar. They're parallel to each other. Yeah. George Washington Bridge is the one that with two levels. Yep. Like, that goes to Jersey. Then you have the Verrazano Bridge, which is fucking ginormous. RFK Bridge. RFK Bridge, which is kind of small. And then you have the Brooklyn Bridge, obviously. That's kind of like... Dumbo! No, that, that looks like. Uh, I think that's it, actually. Manhattan Bridge. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, that's it. There's not that many. Uh, there's, there's a handful. There's, I think there's one or two others. But, like, the main one's the handful. Yeah. Like, it's not... But, but yeah. If you're if if you're, you're in New York, bro, you're supposed to know. But shit. if you're in a plane and you don't know what direction you're flying or where you are over, you have to just look out the window. Also, Throgs Lake Bridge, uh, m- uh, Maritime College is literally right underneath it, so you sh- yeah. that should have been like a. Oh well, too bad. Well, I told them after. <laughs> after we landed, I I turned on my I turned off airplane mode. I went to maps and I spun the map around to figure out which what direction we were. And then I was like, ah, that was the Throg's Neck Bridge. There you go. You're welcome for that useful information. <laughs> Have but fun in your world. I like to... I talk a little bit on the plane. Not much. Not a big I'm talker not, on the plane. Look, I'm not going to sit there and have a five-hour conversation yeah, with somebody. I'm not. But I will sit there and 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 yeah. insert myself into a conversation if a conversation yeah. is being had. I mean, if I'm flying with friends or whatever, like, we'll talk and stuff. But after a certain point, like, you just don't, like... You just want to like relax or whatever, but like that's I why mean, I hate I flying. Also, I like, can fly on. I can sleep on flights. I can sleep I anywhere. Can't. Dude, I had the window seat. I couldn't fucking fall asleep. I can't sleep. On my planes. uh, twenty fourteen, my senior year of high school, flew down to Dodger Town, flew down to Orlando to go to Dodger Town for a week, um, because my baseball team was playing down there. My high school baseball team, and uh, they all left on a bus on Friday morning. And my sister had her wedding on Saturday night. Dick. So couldn't plan it any better. <laughs> Shit. I couldn't drive down on the bus with them, so I met them. I flew down. The bus driver drove up, picked me up from the airport, and then drove me down to Dodger Town. What a guy! He deserves a medal. Nice guy. Oh, he's a dope dude. He was a. Shit. He was a. Was you with him on the whole fucking bus? No, he. So he was from down there. Um. So he had rented a car because he wanted to go explore. Because we, oh, okay. we were in Dodger Town for a week, and uh, we only went out of Dodger Town because everything was there. They they had bunks for you to live in there. Right. They had the fields for you to play on. They had dinner, breakfast, lunch. Yeah. Yeah. They had a pool. They had anything you needed to do, you could do there. But we went to out to eat one night, and we went to a baseball game another night at Port St. Lucie. So there was two nights where we took the bus out of the eight days that we were there um so the the bus driver rented a car because he was from that area and he wanted to go like meet up with friends and do some stuff so he had rented a car so he drove up in a car picked me up drove me back it was a weird it was like an hour drive really weird yeah it's odd and how old were you i was a senior in high school so i was 18 17 18 that's still that's yeah it's a little some (laughs) random dude so yeah this is my bus driver like it's kind of yeah so that that whole experience these were like 11 well that whole experience was wild right so sister's wedding saturday night and then my parents were driving down to dodger town to um hang out for the week too so sunday morning my sister planned a breakfast at the hotel um, cause they were staying at the hotel that the wedding reception was at and they were staying overnight there. And then they had a breakfast for anybody who stayed at that hotel the next morning. Nobody from my family showed up. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I should say that. Jesus Jack, Christ. My, my other sister, Jacqueline showed up. My grandparents showed up, but me and my you parents, and parents just did not we're like uh peace because we got home from the wedding at like two in the morning. And then I left for the airport at 4 a.m. Jesus Christ. So we were not there Damn. Sunday morning at the breakfast. Damn. <laughs> I flew out. I had a ticket. I flew out. My JV coach was also going down to Dodger Town. He had a wedding in Philadelphia that he was going to on Saturday night. So he was flying out Sunday morning as well, at the same time as I was, out of Philly. He had a friend who was a involved in some airline so he's like i got a buddy pass so i'm going to be on standby and i'll catch the first flight that i can well his standby took forever Dude, that's why he was standby so i flew out 
whatever, like 6 a.m. I get on the flight. I sit down, and my luggage was down on the bus, so I didn't need to bring anything. All I brought was a backpack and a pillow. So I, <laughs> I get I get on the plane. I put the backpack under the seat. I put the pillow against the window. I knock out as soon as I sit down because I'm dead tired. <laughs> I've been going. I was at the wedding. Jesus Christ. I stayed up. I stay. I maybe nap for an hour before I went to the airport. And then so I knocked out as soon as I sat down. And when I sat down, there was a lady uh, maybe in her 60s, 70s, who was sitting on the aisle seat, and there was nobody in the middle seat. Then I wake up, and everybody's exiting the plane. The person who is, the la- the old lady who is sitting next to me is no longer there. Now there's a woman in her 30s, and there's a kid in the middle seat. Oh, shit. So I wake up, and my first thought is, where the fuck am I? You you slip right through the next fucking flight, bro. That's right. You're in like bro. San Antonio or bro. something right now. So that was my exact thought. God damn. That was my exact thought. As soon as I woke up, I was like, I just slept. They landed you in slept Orlando. Like three flights. You're in they the landed Iraq. in Orlando. Everybody got off. New people came on, and then they flew somewhere else. And now I am nowhere near. You're in like you're in like North Dakota or some shit. Turns out, uh. The lady switched seats because uh, the seat next to me was empty, and the other two people, the the woman and her daughter, did not have seats next to each other. So then they're like, the old lady was, oh, you can switch with me. There's an empty seat here. So I was fine. I was in Orlando. Damn, I was all good. Close call. Close call. I, I, when I woke up, very it was close very call. close call. Wow. In my head. Ima- imagine you woke up like you asked like flight thing like where are we? She's like. Oh yeah, we're in like you know Washington State, and you're like, oh shit. I was. I, I just was slept like 14 hours. So <laughs> when I I woke Bro, up, I woke up that. and I just everybody was exiting the plane, so I just woke up and walked off. Might be one of my biggest fears. I didn't. I had no idea where I was where I was walking into, but I was just walking off that plane. <laughs> that might be one of my biggest fears. My other biggest fear. Oh dude, I gotta tell you this fucking story. Oh my god! So when I was in hold, Italy, hold on one second. I'm gonna finish this story. Okay, go, 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 go. So it's almost over. So I get off the plane and then I call my coach, the varsity coach, Helms, Helms, and I'm like, go. "Hey, I just got off the plane." He's like, "Okay, Shaka's still in Philly." Uh, he's like, <laughs> "I haven't even gotten on a plane." Yet. He's <laughs> like, "He's still waiting on the standby." So, because the original plan is Shaka's coming down to Phil- uh, from Philly to Orlando. He's gonna rent a car. He and he'll pick you up or whatever. We'll we'll both be in the same airport, so we just drive down together. Right. So now I'm like, all right, just let me know what the deal is. So now I'm sitting in an airport waiting for Shaka to get on a flight. Like two and a half, three hours go by, and I get a call from my coach. He's like, Shaka still doesn't get on a <laughs> fucking flight. <laughs> he's like, Jesus so Christ. he's like, I'm sending the bus driver up to pick you up. He's like, I'm pissed at Shaka. He's like, he's still waiting. I told him to just go fucking buy a damn ticket yeah. and stop stop fucking around and get down here. So I was like, all right, whatever. The bus drivers came up. He picked me. We drove down. And um, they had just started a scrimmage. Like when I got down to, um, to Vero Beach where we were staying, they were just starting to stretch and throw, getting ready to play. So... <laughs> I show up, I just walk into the dugout with, with my backpack and my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, anybody got a room key that I can go, like, put this down, get my stuff? And they're like, oh, your stuff's still in the in the bus. I was like, wow, thanks, boys. I appreciate you <laughs> taking my fucking stuff off the bus. Motherfuckers. Some teammates you got. So I, they gave me a room key. I went to the bus with the bus driver. He opened it up. I got my stuff out. I went to the room put my stuff down, took my baseball back, changed, went to the field, played the game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus and Shaka showed up like six hours later. Dude, that's the one thing that sucks about standby. Like, You have no idea. You have no clue. You can take forever. When we were in San Diego, our flight was at six in the morning. Yeah. And I was up all night because I was paranoid. Like, none of us were going to wake up on time. We were going to mm-hmm. miss the flight. So I was up all night, and I was checking, and we were on the standby list. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, we bought tickets. And, like, you know, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, five, like, we're still on standby. I'm like, what the fuck? We get to the airport, we check in, 
and actually like get the tickets from the machine and like we're not on standby. But I was freaking out the whole fucking night because I'm like, bro. So what's your? Why the fuck are we on standby? What was your biggest fear? Oh my god. So we were in we were in Rome and when we got there, cause this was a school trip. Yeah. So we were like on like a campus for St. John's, and they told us they were like, be very careful like with like your like personal like belongings like yeah, your phone obviously. your wallet shit like that and like your passport because a lot of people carry their passport around just in case yeah I did when so, I was in right which is really smart it make it's smart to do that so the last night we we were leaving I don't know say we were leaving s- like a Sunday morning at like probably four in the morning to go to the airport yeah like a six a.m. flight a lot of people went out Saturday night to like bars or whatever or clubs it's a bold or, move right. And I got up at like three in the morning. Okay. Went down to like the main lobby area and was hanging out. People were still coming in from the night before. I'm like, you guys are wild. People came in. There were multiple people who came in and had like were like pulled the um I don't know. It was like the main person in charge like to the side and we're like, yeah. We lost our passports. It's a yikes. And I was like, it's a big oh, yikes. Shit. That is a big yikes. Apparently, apparently, I and I believe this because Rome was kind of sketchy. Um, apparently, like a couple of them got pickpocketed. Yeah. Or whatever, or, like at the cl- a bar or whatever. So there was like I want to say three or four people who, like lost their passport, and they had they like they couldn't they didn't get on the bus to go to the the airport. They didn't get on the flight to go home. Yeah. They had to, like go to the embassy, and yeah. I'm like, yep. That's like my biggest fucking fear. Like, well, see that you're in a, you're in a foreign country. Luckily, they have like the people at the school and stuff. Yeah. But, like, you're in a foreign country. You don't have a passport now. Yep. And you have to go through this whole embassy shit. Yep. It's a fuck that. I'm Hell like, no, bro. Yeah, I'd be nah. freaking the fuck out. But I'm like, dude. See, like, so me, uh, because I'm a baseball player, I use my back pockets for everything. Yeah. But wallet and um, keys go in the front pockets. Yeah. Because it's much more difficult to get something out of a front pocket mm-hmm. than it is a back pocket. Mm-hmm. But I have such a bad habit of putting everything in my back pocket because of me being a baseball player. Mm-hmm. And you only have back pockets. So all the time I put stuff in my back pocket and then like I'm like, ah, nope, got to move that to my front pocket. It's so uncomfortable in the front pocket. Yeah, it's bad. But I have to do it just because like I don't... I, I just make sure like wallet, keys, always in the front pockets. Mm-hmm. When I was in Canada... Passport, front pocket. Mm-hmm. Like the most important. Times. Like if I lose money, sucks, but like not the biggest deal in the world. But like my well, passport. Wallet, wallet just because my uh, license is in it. Right. Right. And, but my back pocket, like I put my phone in it and I lose my phone. Shit, not good, but it happens. It's just the phone, yeah. But I don't want to lose my ID. I don't want to lose my passport. I don't want to lose my keys. Mm-hmm. So those go front pockets. Everything else goes in the back pocket. Phone. Yep. If whatever I else, whatever water shit. bottle, yeah. whatever whatever else I'm carrying, I'll put that in my back pocket. No problem. What I did in Italy was um, we went in the summer, so I, I wore like I brought a bunch of pairs of cargo shorts. Yeah, and I would have like my phone in one pocket. I had like a wallet and then a money clip. Yeah. So I had like my wallet in like my front left pocket, and then I'd have like more money and like my like the copy of my pa- and like my passport in yeah. like the cargo short pocket, which button closed. Yep. And whenever we were anywhere near people, I would always have my hands in my pockets, mm-hmm. like on, like holding on to my shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. And it was so bad at one point because we we would walk through the whole city, whatever, and there's people everywhere. It's so, like my hands were always in my pockets. Yeah. And I'm sweating, so I get back to like you know my room, or whatever. Everything would just be wet. Yeah. Like the money's literally wet, and I'm like Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm fucking lose anything, so I I'm good. I don't do that. I don't hold it, but even like I'm in New York City. Right, yeah. it just goes in the front pocket, yeah. just in case. Anywhere there's a lot of people, and like people kind of bump into you, because that's where you're gonna get pickpocketed. Yep. Where anywhere you're gonna get pickpocketed, with a lot of people like I, front pockets all the time, or a backpack. Just lock the shit. I don't lock my backpack. If I'm going to like a place like that, I will. Right. I'll bring like a travel lot. But yeah. All right, that's travel talk. Interesting stories, bro. Interesting um, stories. Sports news, real quick. Um, Jacob Degrom. Through a good outing. So did Syndergaard. Syndergaard threw a good outing. Hit a home run. Maybe they're coming back. More importantly, That's though. That's Mets talk. More importantly, though, Pat McAfee had the greatest draft pick announcement in the history it was fucking amazing. of the NFL draft. It was fucking amazing. 
Did you hear when, as soon as he came out, Rich Eisen yeah. was like, yeah, he put him over. He was like, like, oh, here's he, McAfee. He, <laughs> no, like, no, no, there was somebody else who did that. Was it? R- Rich Because someone was like, Man of America, and then Rich Eisen was like, no, no uh, it was man, man of the Year that he won. They were announcing the, his like accolades. Yeah, the the person who announced it. So somebody else, I don't, because I didn't watch the. I just watched the video clip of it because yeah. I was in Canada, didn't watch the draft. Um, but the people who were announcing was like, oh, he was the 2014 Colts Man, man of, of the, the year. year. Yeah. And Rich Eyes like, Man of America. Not Man of the Year, Man of America. But when <laughs> yeah. when he first walked out, um, somebody else on the commentary booth said, oh, here's McAfee. And yeah. Rich they Eisen, knew. Rich Eyes Rich Eisen fully put him over. He's like, let's go McAfee. Yeah. Rich Eisen, a McAfee fan. Yeah. Rich Eisen, oh, he's a he's a he was he started the punters of people too. Mm-hmm. Rich Eisen, big guy for the brand. Huge, huge for the brand guy. Huge for the brand. Love Rich Eisen. McAfee, great job on the... Oh, fantastic. On the announcement. Did you see him, like, explain uh, on YouTube? They had a clip from his podcast. Did him, like, explain, like, before yeah, he yeah, announced yeah. shit? That did, was really fun. Did you... Uh, so, I like... Because that was... That clip came straight from his podcast. Yeah. So I would listen to the podcast. And uh, I don't know what that clip had in it, but earlier in the day, he had a commissioner's meeting. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. And he walked in. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to be. Fuck. The commissioner's going to talk the whole time. And yeah. He had no th- nothing planned to talk about. But then somebody else was sitting there, one of the legends, and was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about health care. And Pat looked at him and was like, we got to fucking talk. What do you, we have to talk? <laughs> we have to talk? <laughs> yeah. This is, a, this is commission meeting, not us. He, he apparently, he had, he said he had like uh, a couple stories, a couple shots he was going to throw. He was going to throw a shot at uh, Peyton Manning coming on the Mayflower. Well, that was for, that was for the draft part, yes. Yeah, yeah, and he, but then he he had so much stuff. He was like, when he was watching, "This is gonna be like ten minutes long." Well, yeah, so he cut he, it down when he was watching the second round because he wasn't. He said he was not gonna take a shot at the Titans. At right, all. but then he said Reggie Wayne that he like, Reggie oh, no, I, 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 have I have to. to. No, I, I have, have to. to. So it was very subtle though. It was so very subtle. No, it was not subtle. It was no, it was kind of subtle. It was kind of subtle. People, if you listen to it, people wouldn't like think it's like a shot. But if you think about it, you're like, oh shit, it's a straight shot. Yeah. It, but he said uh, in the second round he was watching the draft picks and you can tell that everybody's up there like 30 seconds done. Yeah. 45 seconds done. 30 seconds done. 45 seconds done. So he's like, I got a, I got a lot of shit here. I got to cut this down. Yeah. So he came out there and then Reggie took a shot at the at the Titans. Dude, he like, well, now I have to avoid them. Oh, my God. So McAfee goes out there, takes a shot at the Titans, yeah. calls Andrew Luck a fucking genius. No, Stanford nerd. <laughs> the Stanford uh, nerd. Um, oh, that's great. And the uh, 89th pick f- with uh, Chris Ballard's pick, Jim Irsay's pick, future Hall of Famer. It was beautiful. Oh, it was great. It was beautiful. And then when he was in, like, the green room and, like, he was getting ready to go a couple picks before, um, and, like, the, he gave, they gave him the card yeah. with, like, the name, like, the whole, like, little thing on it, the whole, like, little speech you have to give. And the woman gave him the card and was like, just at some point in your speech, just read this card word, word for word. word. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Pat, did, like, they, they no, didn't say not no say anything. Like, no parameters. Like, yeah. they, they knew what they were getting into. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. they did. It was so great. Also, the greatest draft pick also speech Also, it's heard. been a thing about, like, him and Reggie Wayne, like, where he says he's never spoken about <laughs> Reggie Wayne before. <laughs> so Reggie yeah. went up to him and was like, bro, why you keep telling people we never had a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> and they took that picture. <laughs> so they took, they that, took picture. that picture. Yeah. And it was, it was a Hall of Famer who took the picture. Ah, uh, fuck. I forgot, I forgot who it was. Oh, I forgot his name. Uh, but it was a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. And because they were sitting in the green room and Reggie was like, why the fuck? You keep telling people <laughs> we didn't never talk. Yeah. So uh, they and then he thought, because um, he, he wore like jeans and like a, a button down. Well, he wasn't going to wear a button down. He was going to wear a t-shirt. He was going to wear a t-shirt. <laughs> but then uh, I forgot who, who said it. Maybe at the commission meeting the day before, yeah, someone like, someone was like, "You're wearing that," and he thought like the same the with the WWE same, party. Well, like, no, oh shit, this is gonna happen again. Well, no, but so before that, right? Uh, at the commission meeting, they were all talking about what they were wearing, and they were all like, wearing suit, 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 suit. So then he had a plan. Like, maybe, maybe I should get a button down. So he walked to some random store and a bought a button. Went to a honky tonk, got a button. Bought down. a button down, and then when he was. When he was in the green room, and uh, they were get the lady who gave him the card, who was gonna send him out, was like, "That's what you're wearing." And then, like, first thing, WWE situation. Like, oh <laughs> shit! I fucked myself again. Oh, oh so that, was, that was such a great fucking. Oh god, it was amazing. It was um, so good. Basketball. So good. The Warriors are good. Yeah. 
Uh, Rockets are complaining again. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, Islanders fucking stink. They're and that's hockey real. talk. Yep. Um, uh, what other sports news? It's really about it. Baseball. I mean, kind of hit baseball. Giants still suck. Phillies are watch in yourself a, there. Phillies are in a low right now. We're still in first though, so that's watch that's all that matters. There. Um, watch yourself there. I think that's, that's yeah. about it. There's a lot of travel talk today. A lot of travel talk. Great, some great stories though. There was a bunch of other news stuff, uh, in like sporting news stuff that I had ready to go, but you didn't write it down, so you forgot. No, I still know it, but we just spent a whole episode talking about travel, so it's okay. We'll get to an next. We, time. we mix it up a little bit. We'll get to we an mix next it up time. here. We want to keep you on toes. Yeah, we'll we get to an next. Time. I mean, because we're running out of time here, we don't want to last uh, seven hours here. No. So no, we don't want to be that annoying person on the flight who's talking for seven hours. Yeah, we don't so want that shit. We're gonna we're gonna cut it off here. Dunzo. And then uh, next week we'll we'll be back to our regular scheduling program. Dunzo. Dunzo. Episode twenty three. Episode twenty three. It's a good one. Solid. Um, a lot of Canadian talk. Canadian ain't too bad, eh? Yeah, not as good as Long Island. And uh, here's a little uh, soft, little soft oh no. banger. Please, Lord, give me strength. A little soft banging to hand you out. I'm not the kind of fool who's gonna sit and sing to you about stars, girl. But last night I looked up into the dark. for banger to send you out nice solid all right good night i told this guy where i was from he said, oh, Canada, kind of laughed it off. It funny, huh?
microwaves, TVs, and cell phones. Unintelligent, we invented the telephone. We made Yahtzee, the light bulb, hockey, and bred the greatest players, Gretzky to Crosby. We all got at least one drink and buddy. And after one drink, all of us think we're funny. A national mascot's a damn beaver. Whole Canada, we love our beaver. Home of Hell's Angels and RCMP. Home of Gordon Lightfoot and SCTV. The underground railroad. George St. Pierre right here is where we call home. 